Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the Kingdom of Heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you. Are you ready to get some wisdom? Here is the question. Can you pass the wisdom test? You know, have you ever wondered exactly what wisdom is or how we measure wisdom? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today as James addresses the topic of wisdom a number of times in the book of James in the Bible. And since the Bible is the word of God, we can make that connection that God wants us to be wise. God wants you to be wise. And if he wants you to be wise, then we can be certain that he means for us to be wise from a heavenly perspective. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. But before we jump into that, I want to welcome everyone, especially those of you who are joining us for the very first time. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run RHM International. Our heartbeat, our call is really to the body of Christ to get us all healed up and trained up and raised up and becoming the men and women God has called us to be. So if you visit the website, ruthhendrickson.org, it has all sorts of resources on there for you. It is also the place where you can uh, um, where you can contact and find out about our international Mashaw team, which is our emotional healing and deliverance. There's ways you can get trained to use that ministry model. And there's also ways that you can receive training yourself. So again, that website is ruthhendrickson.org. Just when you get a moment, take a hop over there and take a look around. So, all right, wisdom. What is true wisdom? Isn't that a great question? What is true wisdom? I'm sure if we went out onto the streets, we would get a number of definitions as to what true wisdom is. And then I'm sure if we asked where it came from, that would be a very interesting conversation also. But we know our plumb line is the word of God. Amen. All right. So if we go to James 3.17, it says, but the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, reasonable full of mercy and good fruits, unwavering without hypocrisy. Okay, so first, where does our wisdom come from? Well, okay, right away, wisdom from above. It has to come from heavenly places, a Christ-centered viewpoint, a listening ear to the kingdom of heaven. In other words, it has to come from God. If we really want that true wisdom, if we want to know what wisdom is, then we have to start with going to the only place where there is the fullness of that wisdom. We go to heaven. Again, James 1.5, if any of you lack wisdom, ask God. And it goes on and it says that when we ask God for wisdom, he gives it to all of us generously. James 1.17 states that every, just say every, every good thing given and every, there's that word every again, every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father. So again, James 1.5, if we lack wisdom, we ask God for it and he's faithful to give it. James 1.17, every good thing given, every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father. Okay, so what's the litmus test? Okay, how can we test that the wisdom is truly from God? It is from above. How do we know? Another great question, right? So if we go back to James 3.17, it says right away, okay, it's not only from above, but wisdom from above, then we'll have certain characteristics or fruit. Okay. So he went on and he said, it's pure, peaceable, gentle, reasonable, full of mercy, good fruits, unwavering and without hypocrisy. So let's break that apart a little bit and do a little deeper dive in. So, okay. What does pure mean? That's the first thing. It is pure. Wisdom from above is pure. That's like this 
inner quality of cleanliness. Like, you know, what we're talking about here is that, that we get so cleaned up ourselves that we uh, develop a sensitivity to things that are not, that are not clean. We develop a sensitivity to things that are unclean. And so we run from the things that are unclean. So it's like our, our spiritual senses get so tuned into the word of God. And when we receive his wisdom, then when something comes along that tries to intercept that, that tries to undermine it, that tries to, to come against it, we recognize it immediately because wisdom from the above is pure. The second one that James states, it's peaceable. And just say peaceable. How many of us need peace in the middle of that wisdom? It's interesting that sometimes when we're asking for wisdom, we feel like we get like we get on shaky ground, but yet the wisdom that comes from heaven above is pure and it's peaceable. And that brings an outcome of things like right relationships. It brings order rather than disorder. Um, in James 3.16, we actually get a glimpse as to the opposite. So I'm going to use the opposite to actually describe what peace would be. So in James 3.16, he says, where jealousy and selfish ambis- ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Okay, let me say that again. That's James 3.16. Where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder and every evil thing. Okay, let's go opposite. Therefore, when God's peace comes in, when we have his wisdom, there's not going to be jealousy. There's not going to be that need for self-justification um, or gratification there's, there's, you know, going to be a looking at others, uh, serving others. There's going to be order as opposed to disorder, and there's not going to be evil. Okay. All right. So pure, peaceable. The next one is gentle. Gentle as used here is actually power under control. Let me just say that gentle as used here is powerful under control. The, or power under control. The word that's used here has that idea of a high-spirited racehorse who is controlled and well-trained. That is an example. If you've ever worked with horses, that's an example of power. There's massive power, but it's brought under control. And I've seen that because my I have two girls who have both ridden competitively. And they have been on these huge, massive off-track racehorses. And we see the difference from when they first start being trained until that massive power and speed comes under control. Okay, so so when we're talking about being gentle, it is power under control. That's very, very important because I think often the body of Christ mixes up what it means to be gentle. And it's almost like we unintentionally make gentle being the doormat or being walked in walked on where gentle is power under control. We bring the power, the authority, the fullness of the kingdom of heaven and the wisdom from the kingdom of heaven. Okay. The next one is reasonable, which means we're, we're holy, there's a holy stubbornness, but it's not, it's not like the human stubbornness. I, I, I that's the best way I can think of how to describe it. Um, if you've ever stood on something because you know, God told you to take a stand there, that's a holy stubbornness. Okay, that's a reasonable stubbornness. But when we're just being stubborn because we want it our way, you know, like the little kid throwing the temper tantrum, that's not being reasonable. Okay, so so um, the wisdom that comes from heaven is reasonable. It's also full of mercy and good fruits. You see, when we're walking in godly wisdom, of course, there's going to be mercy that's expen- that's extended to others. There's going to be fruit that comes to be harvested. In other words, wisdom from the kingdom of heaven will always reap a profit. It is always profitable. It is always useful. 
And that takes us to the next one. It is without hypocrisy. Yes and amen. Think about this. It's genuine. It's not full of ulterior motives. There's nothing yucky about it. There's no masks. There's no hiding behind masks. In other words, it is pure, which takes us right back to the beginning of that list. Because, you know, if if we go back, it says, um, but the wisdom that comes from above is first pure. First pure. Pure isn't at the end of the list. Pure is at the beginning of the list. So pure, a purity is foundation to everything else that follows. Because if there's no purity in the wisdom, then it's impossible for peace, for gentleness, for reasonableness, for unwaveringness to exist. And hypocrisy is most definitely going to rise right to the top of the surface. So as I looked at this definition that James has, it kind of took me over to Galatians 5. Now, if you know what's in Galatians 5, the most common part of Galatians 5, of course, is the fruit of the Spirit. Fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, uh, self-control. What we see is these same concepts coming out both in the fruit of the Spirit and in the wisdom. Why? Because they go hand in hand. Okay, so we're walking in the wisdom of God. We're going to be expounding more of the fruit of the Spirit. When we're walking in the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, we're going to be more connected to heavenly wisdom. Um, James 3.13 asks a question. It says, who among you is wise and understanding? Let him show it by his good behavior, his deeds, in the gentleness of wisdom. You see, false wisdom, human wisdom, human understanding, earthly wisdom will never achieve the fullness of God. We'll never get to where we're called to go by God. Or will we have the impact that God's called us to have if we try to operate from our own understanding, um, from the world's wisdom? Okay, that's that, that, that there's always going to worldly wisdom there. You know, God made it. He gave us that, but it can never supersede the wisdom that comes from heaven. That's where we get ourselves into trouble. It's it's not that we can't make any decisions. It's not that God hasn't given us a brain or we can't think through things or we can't make good choices. Of course we can. But that wisdom can never supersede the wisdom that comes from the throne of heaven. And as the body of Christ, we're called to walk in, be, be able to access the wisdom that comes from heaven. Okay, so wondering where wisdom comes from. Number one, it must come from God. Wondering how to test it? It's pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. It's reasonable. It's full of mercy and good fruit. It's unwavering and it is without hypocrisy. That is our litmus test for wisdom. So I need more wisdom. I need more from the heavenly perspective. I want to um, be with my family from, a, from wisdom, you know, making decisions as a family from wisdom that comes from the very throne room of heaven. I want to be making decisions with my ministry and with my ministry board using wisdom that comes from the throne room of heaven. I really want to walk in that to a greater measure. And so these verses are really important to me, both James 1, 5, which talks about asking God for wisdom and he'll give it. James 3, 17, that describes wisdom, that wisdom from above is pure. And then it gives me that lit litmus test so that I can know, I can, I can weigh out where that wisdom is at, where is that wisdom coming from? So um, just, just so powerful. Here's what I want you to hear. If you feel like you're lacking wisdom or like things are shaking too much, step back, crack open your Bible to James 3.17 and begin to ask the questions. Okay, where's this wisdom coming from? Is it passing the litmus test? Okay, where's it coming from? Is it passing the litmus test? 
Okay, remember the promise of God. Okay, James 1, 5, he will give it. If you ask, he will give it. So if the wisdom that you're camped on isn't passing the litmus test, step back, repent, go before the Lord, ask him for wisdom. He is faithful. He will give it. And trust him with it. And then let go of it and trust him with it as you begin to step into the things that he's called you to do. All right. So I just really want to encourage you because you are created to access, to walk in, to carry, to bring to the world around you the wisdom that comes from the throne room of heaven. Amen. Amen. That's who you are created to be. So go for it. Okay, go for it. And um, I somebody just needs to hear right now. You, you've heard something from the Lord. You know it's from the Lord and you've been discounting. Okay, step back, repent. You can ask the Lord for confirmation, but stop discounting because he's actually given you wisdom. And, you know, sometimes the wisdom from the throne room of heaven can feel a little counterintuitive. But again, take it back through the litmus test right here. Okay, where did it come from? Is it pure? Is it peaceable? Is it gentle? Is it reasonable? Is it full of mercy, good fruits, unwavering and without hypocrisy? And remember the scale that you use to measure that is a kingdom scale. All right. So hopefully that'll help you. I, I really want to reach out. Father, let's just pray. Heavenly Father, we just come before you. God, we ask for your wisdom. Again, James 1, 5, Lord, your word says we stand on your word. It is true. It is a yes and amen. So we stand on that word of God. We stand on your faithfulness and we ask for wisdom into those situations. There's family situations. There's health situations being made someone's considering a move, whether or not you should move or not. There's uh, there's relational issues here. There are many people right now within the sound of my voice who aren't sure what to do. But Lord, we're going to stand on your word. And it says that, that if we ask you for wisdom, you will give it. So Father, we are asking for wisdom. We are asking for your wisdom. We are asking for that wisdom that comes from heavenly places, that comes from you, Abba, that comes from the kingdom of heaven, that is pure, that is pure. And Father, we stand here and, and so, so Father, your word also says, James 1.17, that every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the Father. And wisdom that comes from heaven is a good and perfect gift. So, Father, help us to see it, to understand it, to know your goodness, God. We just look to you. We look to you and we trust you. We trust you, God. Just give those downloads of wisdom and help us. get. Then, Lord, give us the courage to step into it to step into it, to align with the wisdom that comes from the throne room of heaven. Lord, we give you the praise and the glory forever and ever. We love you. We just pour ourselves out before you. We dec decree and declare that you are a good, good God, and we will align with you. So Father, we just love you. We love you. We love you. You are amazing. Just thank you for your wisdom. In Jesus' name, amen. So again, thank you for joining me today. Please feel free to share this wherever you're listening to me, watching me, just go ahead and share it um, on those sites. Tell your friends about it, invite them to join us, tell them why this ministered to you. And again, when you have an opportunity, just go check out the website, ruthhendrickson.org. Look at all those various resources. And again, that is where you can connect with the International Bashaw team if you want to receive some training or some ministry. So be so blessed. Have an amazing day. Remember to keep looking up. Look for that wisdom. Expect that wisdom. Know that you are here for such a time as this. God has plans and purposes for you, and they are good. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. 
We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.